Hello, this is Pam December, and this is the Mad for Purple podcast, your place for all things spirituality, self-actualization, healing, and human design. Keep listening to receive wisdom, tips, and tools as we journey into higher consciousness together. Hello, and welcome to another episode from Mad for Purple. Today, I'll be talking to you about aura types and authorities in human design. If you prefer a video version of this episode, you can go over to Spotify or YouTube. So what is human design? Well, it is more than just a birth date. Human design is a system that brings together astrology, the I Ching, Kabbalah, chakras, and quantum physics. And this system, what it really does is it allows you to access your body consciousness as a decision-making tool. Now, this frees up the mind for what we call passenger consciousness. And while you're in this state, it really frees up your mind to just be curious and be inspired and observe what's going on around you instead of being reactive. This reduces stress and overwhelm and really aids in self-actualization and deconditioning. So every human design chart, no matter what system you pull it from, there are some key areas that they will all have. So of note is that everyone has a unique chart and that is based on their date, time, and place of birth. And this chart shows your energetic blueprint for how you're meant to interact with the outside world. So the four key areas are the body graph, the birth chart, the keynotes, and the variables. Today, we're going to be looking at parts of uh, within the keynotes. So we're looking at aura type, strategy, inner authority, signature, and not self themes. Now, how these are listed on the various charts may differ. The one I'm using today is the one that you can get from my website, madforpurple.com. So we're talking about aura types. There are four basic aura types. We have the reflectors, manifestors, projectors, and generators. And within the generators, we have a subtype called manifesting generator. Now you can see reflectors make up 1% of the population. Manifestors are 9%. Projectors are 20%, with the rest being made up by generators, with 33% of those being the manifesting generators. So when we're looking at the reflector, the reflector aura is sampling. So it serves as an energetic barometer for our communities. Now in this sampling, the reflector, even though they are completely undefined or open in various centers, they have a natural protection built in based on this sampling versus absorbing. So what you'll always find with the reflector, they'll always have an open or undefined throat. Their strategy, which is super interesting, is to wait a 28-day lunar cycle before accepting offers or invitations. Uh, Examples of those would be where to live, where to work, and who to be in relationship with. So their authority is known as lunar, and the themes that they experience are surprise and disappointment. So these are key markers as to whether the reflector is in alignment or not. If they're experiencing a lot of disappointment, they may not be honoring their 28-day lunar authority. And if they're experiencing a lot of surprise, they are in the right environment with the right people. 
The next one we're looking at here is the manifester. So the manifester aura is closed and repelling. I know a lot of people really don't like this terminology, but if you just really think about it, the manifester isn't here to be influenced by others. Therefore, their aura has this natural protection to it. Manifestors are meant to be independent. They're meant to initiate action, communication, and impact others. And part of how they are able to initiate and have that impact is because their throat is motorized. Now, this means that their throat is connected to one of the four motors in the human design chart, whether it's the will center, the emotional solar plexus, or the root center. Manifesting generator would have the sacral as its motor. So the strategy here for the manifester is to inform because the manifester can move so quickly and is so independent. The idea with informing is so that other people aren't angered or surprised or frustrated or any of those things when the manifester takes action. This informing allows everybody else to kind of keep up with the manifester as well as know what to expect. And this is just pure energetics. It's not meant to be taken personally or anything like that, purely aura mechanics. And if you think about that, that informing also gives the generators who need things to respond to something to respond to. So when it comes to inner authority, manifestors either have ego, emotional, or splenic authority, and their themes are peace and anger. So if the manifestor, again, if they're experiencing a lot of anger themselves or anger from the people around them, they may not be following that inspiration. They may not be informing enough. So that's just something to look at. But if the manifestor is experiencing a lot of peace, I encourage them to keep doing what they're doing. Our next type is the projector. So the projector aura is very focused and absorbing. So this is where projectors, if they're very open, which is typical of what we see of projectors, a lot of undefined open centers, because they're absorbing and, and that's their way of taking in and amplifying the energy to be able to be focused and see where to guide energy. They don't have the built-in protection the way that the reflector does with their sampling aura. So it's much more important for the projector to make sure they're doing things for their energetic hygiene. This is also why it's important for projectors to lay down and rest in bed before they're actually tired or it's time to go to sleep. Just allows that energy to dissipate, especially the sacral energy that they're going to be taking in. The projector is really here to guide generators. So there's a very special relationship between these two aura types. The projector will always have an unmotorized throat, and this can be undefined or open. And the strategy for the projector is to wait for the invitation for all major decisions. So again, this comes back to who to be in a relationship with, where to live, if you're in business, what kind of offers to make, that kind of thing. Now, while you're waiting, it's not that you're sitting around twiddling your thumbs. You're digging into the systems and structures that really light you up. And you're recognizing your own gifts in those systems, as well as allowing other people to observe your expertise so that they then can invite you to guide them. When it comes to projectors, there are a bunch of different 
inner authorities, you have ego, self, emotional, splenic, and even none. And we'll get to those later on in the video. The theme for the projector is success or bitterness. The bitterness generally comes up when a projector has shared their expertise and they have not been recognized for it. They have not been fully appreciated for what they've had to offer. And they can feel that on an energetic level. And it just doesn't feel very good. The projector really wants to feel successful. And that's when they are waiting for that invitation. They're waiting to feel recognized before sharing their gifts. Next, we have the generator. So for the many gens, you're going to have to wait one more slide. I'm getting to you. Generators have an open and enveloping aura. It's like getting a big hug. They are transmitters of creative life force energy. So the more healthy the generator is in that sacral energy, the more they're sending that out for the projectors, manifestors, and reflectors to take in and amplify. Now, the generator is always going to have an unmotorized throat, and their process is stair step. So with each new level, they need to respond going through that level with the uh-huh, uh-uh, waiting to respond to the people, places, things, the environment around them before taking action or communicating. If a generator initiates something, it's important that whatever they've initiated is reflected back by that person that they're initiating so that they can then respond to it, whether it was a correct thing for them to actually initiate or whether it was just an inspiration or an idea that needed to be communicated out into the ethers. So with the generator, what we have for inner authorities, we have sacral, emotional, and splenic. And the splenic one, you don't hear a lot about. And I would say that that is more advanced information and it may not even show up on your chart. So just something to keep in mind. And I'll probably have more information on this in the future. So the theme for the generator is satisfaction or frustration. So there is a certain amount of frustration that a generator will feel just naturally with the stair step process that they go through in mastery and in life experiences. So there's just learning the discernment between whether it's frustration in that things just aren't moving quick enough or that you're frustrated in waiting for that next response to be able to go on to the next step versus frustration because you actually entered into whatever you're doing incorrectly and not from that sacral, uh-huh, uh-huh. A satisfied generator is a happy generator. And generators in general like to work and you'll find that they like to work when they're in jobs or doing things and creating things that bring this deep satisfaction. And lastly, yes, I'm sorry, I had to let you many gents wait a little bit. For the manifesting generator, they have the same aura as the generator. So it's open and enveloping transmitters, again, of this creative life force, workforce energy. The key here is they have a motorized throat. So they still have the stair step process of the generator. But because of the motorized throat and this ability to manifest, they're able to see all the steps and skip some. Now, sometimes they do have to go back and do those steps again. We kind of have the tortoise and the hare when it comes to generators and manigens. Both end up at the same finish line at the same time. Just the manigen tends to look like they're going faster. 
So again, because it's a generator type, is this waiting to respond, but with the manifestor layer of informing. So managens, authority, inner authority, they can have sacral, emotional, or splenic again, and their themes are a little bit more broad. It's satisfaction or peace or frustration or anger. So similar to the manifestors, if you're experiencing anger either in yourself or with others, are you informing? Are you informing the correct people? Are you informing enough? And remember, this is energetics. This isn't about permission. This isn't about getting opinions. This is simply making sure that other energy types are able to keep up with you. And then this satisfaction or peace when the manigen is in their flow, multitasking, doing their thing, skipping the steps, and just, yeah, really getting a sense of satisfaction from all of that. So now we'll look at inner authorities a little bit more. So we started off with the reflectors and their lunar authority. So this is really clarity coming from contemplation and discussion around decisions within the correct environment over a full moon cycle. Now, the purpose of this is as the moon goes through each of the 64 gates each month, the reflector is able to sample the energies and weigh in as to whether it feels good from throughout that 28-day cycle, if it feels correct for them throughout that 28-day cycle. For manifestors, the ego manifested, they need to listen to what they say out loud and unscripted to find their truth. So this can be to somebody else. This can also be on Boxer or a voice memo or something like that to oneself. The key is to be able to listen to what you're saying without thinking about it, without pre-planning it, to find your truth. Now for the ego projected projectors, they need to, they need to be kind of selfish and they need to ask themselves what's in it for them. And is it what they want to do? And literally, like, do you have the will to be able to accept this invitation? Because with the defined ego, it's super important to make commitments, but also to keep those commitments. So it's that double check-in with self that it is for sure correct and that you're in integrity when you're saying yes to something and that it feels really good and supportive for you as a projector that you are being recognized and that your gifts will be valued when you share them. So the next inner authority we have is emotional. Now this can be any one of the, the manifestor, the projector, or the generator types. And the key with an emotional inner authority is that there is no truth in the now and just getting really comfortable with that. There is no truth in the now. And that could be one of your mantras because truth reveals itself to you over time. Over a period of time, you'll come to emotional clarity. So I highly recommend if you don't know how long your emotional wave is to start journaling on it and just keep track because then you'll know that, oh, my inner authority takes about three days to come to emotional clarity. So when somebody asks you to do something or to go somewhere, you can say, I need to think about it. And you know that in three days time, you should be close to or have emotional clarity. It's just this beautiful 
period of waiting. There's so much waiting built into human design for the majority of the, the energy types and the charts. And it just speaks to how important it is to just take that time to make sure that we're making decisions from our inner selves, our inner truth, our energetic blueprint. The next inner authority is splenic. So the spleen is all about intuition and it's the oldest awareness center in the human design chart. So it doesn't speak as loudly as say the Ajna or the emotional solar plexus. So anybody who's splenic, just learning to listen to the spleen because it is soft until you really build that relationship with it. And it only speaks once and it speaks in the moment. It's an instant recognition, resonance, or even repulsion, but it has no future awareness. So what can happen with this is if you meet somebody and you instantly don't like them, you just have to trust the spleen. The spleen knows that person is not healthy for you. That's the thing with the spleen. We don't know what the body knows because the body is taking in way more information than what our brains are actually able to process and conceptualize. The next inner authority is self-projective. So this is similar to the ego manifested even. So it's listening to what you're saying out loud, unscripted, when invited to find your truth. And this is a truth that you're just going to know, but you're not going to know it until you actually hear yourself say it. And then it's correct for you a really powerful, powerful inner authority. And I hope that all of you self-projected projectors understand that and recognize yourselves in that. The next one we have is none. This is also known as environmental, and this is specific to projectors. And for all the projectors with no authority, I highly encourage you to find your soundboard person. So soundboarding is similar to the self-projected and ego-manifested where you need to be able to hear what you have to say. But the important thing is that you're in the correct environment. And if you can find that person that will let you just soundboard, this isn't about getting opinions. It's simply there to even be able to reflect back what they're hearing. But the idea is to hold the space for you to be able to say what needs to be said. And you probably don't even know what needs to be said until you start talking because that throat of yours is just going to bring out all the other openness that you have. And if you can make a habit of soundboarding regularly, like if you can do it every day, super cool. If not like a couple times a week, because you may not know that you have things to process until you're given the opportunity to soundboard. And our last authority is sacral and it's heard or it's felt as a yes or a no immediately in the moment. Again, the sacral is like the spleen. It's in the moment, but the sacral, it's not as soft <laughs> and it'll speak more than once. So if there's any kind of hesitation in that yes or no coming forward, the question probably needs to be asked in a different way or at another time, or is just not the correct question. So Trust that if your sacral is like, uh, or there's just nothing, that it's the question that is the issue. It's not your inner authority. So the sacral is designed to respond to specific things. And I'll probably have more information on this coming out in the near future too, as I dive deeper into the authorities and the nuances. 
that aren't necessarily conveyed in the universalized information that has been brought forward by Ra. Whew. I want to take a breath. I think that was a sprint rather than a marathon. <laughs> it feels like I blasted through that information. And now I know that you will take in what is correct for you to take in right now. Know that you took in more than you, your mind is able to reflect back to you, especially for those of you with right variables. You took it all in. You just won't know it until somebody asks you the right questions. So with that, I would love for you to join me in an expansion principle energy transmission. What I will have you do is just get comfortable in your chair or on the floor and we'll just do a simple meditation with an energy transmission to help integrate this information and to start clearing some of that stuff and start the deconditioning process. And this deconditioning will naturally happen as you utilize your strategy and authority. So yeah, if you just want to sit back, get comfortable either seated or you can lay down and just bring attention to your breath. If you'd like, you can put your hand on your chest or on your stomach, just something that feels comfortable for you. And just, yeah, breathe. The generators, I'm really gonna encourage you to let any of those sounds out. It's something that we're taught to repress as youngsters because it's more correct for the tribe to hear yes and no versus grunts and uh-huhs. <laughs> yeah, if it's comfortable for you, you can soften your gaze and close your eyes. And throughout this meditation, you just sense, hear, feel, see. However, the information comes through for you is correct. And again, the intention as we're in this space to help integrate all of the information we've just received to clear out any stuck energies, especially anyone with the undefined or open spleen. It's a great time to let things go. And as you're sitting here, you notice a green light coming down from the ceiling, down into the crown of your head, down through the ajna, through the throat, down into the identity and the will, through the emotional solar plexus, the spleen, down through the sacral, and through the root, down your legs. And we'll just let it start to pool in our feet. 
And as it pools, that green light starts to fill every single cell of the body. And as it fills each cell, the green light rises up, 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 past the knees, past the hips, throughout the abdomen, the lungs, spilling down each arm through to your fingertips, through the heart space, into the throat, into the Krishna, to the brain, and that green light continues up through the crown of the head. So we have one beam coming down and one beam going up and just circulating this green light. And as it circulates, just removing any of that stuck energy, clearing out any of the old, integrating the new. And just take note of how this feels in your body. And just relax and let it do its thing. Circulation starts to slow down. The beam of light that's coming down disappears into the top of your head. And it continues down as the other stream continues to flow back up into the ceiling. Just observe this green light going down. Again, through the ajna, the throat, the heart, and the will, the emotional solar plexus, the spleen, the sacral, the root, all the way down your legs to your toes. And as it starts to recede, you just feel that energy flowing up. up from your toes to your ankles to your knees to your hips through your abdomen through your chest cavity through your throat through your brain your cranium and slowly see the green light recede up through the crown and back up into the ceiling. And just take another deep breath here. When you're ready, you slowly come back into the room and slowly Move your body, slowly coming back to full consciousness. When you're ready, you can open your eyes.
Thank you so, so much for being with me here today. I love human design. I hope that you do too, and that you found this video very informative. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you'd like to hear more from me, be sure to join my weekly newsletter or our community Facebook group and links for those will be in the episode description. If you're interested in learning more about your human design, reach out so we can make sure you have your chart. Uh, if you already have your chart, I do introductory and advanced readings, which you can check out at alchemy.madforpurple.com or feel free to DM me. I'd be happy to discuss the options that may be correct for you. Before you leave, don't forget to click that follow button on your podcast listening app so that you don't miss an episode. Thank you so much again for listening, and I'll see you again soon.